America, my name is Armio Frimpong. I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And today I'm going to talk to you about why I am not a liberal and just give you general arguments against liberalism. Now, the intervention of liberalism is that it improved upon conventional society. In conventional society, you did what you were supposed to do because that's what the community needed and demanded of you based on your lineage, right? Your parents were doctors, you became a doctor. Your parents were grave diggers, you became a a grave digger. You were a man, you did this. If you were a woman, you did this. Conventional morality dictated your life and overdetermined your life. So you weren't self-determining, you were other-determined by, you know, your bloodline or your gender or something like that, right? So liberalism is a market intervention. Uh, it's funny because I kind of used market, market and market intervention on conventional society. So I'm not, I can do another uh, video about why I am not a conservative and against conservatism for the sake of conservatism. Um, and I think I will because I want to do a video about what's wrong with the red pill. Because the red pill actually does a lot of good work insofar as like they go right at how we can't hold women accountable. But the red pill has a kind of biological determinism that's, that's not really where it's at. So the intervention of liberalism is that it introduced market relations to frustrate conventional determinations, right? So now you don't have to do what your parents did just because your parents did. Instead, like all the jobs are open to the market and you know, the best person for whatever reason uh, got to do and the person you got to choose what you wanted to do with your life and how you wanted to be and what, and what you brought to the community and what you took from the community wasn't dictated by features outside of your will, right? So that's why liberalism was good. Um, it introduced choice into the determinations we uh, undertaken. Now, the problem was, the problem is if you just introduce choice and don't take the determination seriously, you don't take the content of, of what you're choosing very seriously, right? And you just think that choice in a vacuum works. And when I was trying to explain this before, I, or sometimes when I talk to students about this, I say, it's like, you're playing soccer and then all of a sudden the liberal will say, well, I really want to use my hands right now. And if you don't let me use my hands, it's oppression. Well, that means nobody can play soccer, right? If one person decides or someone who's not the goalie decides that they can just use their hands when they want to, nobody, nobody on the field can be a soccer player. That means you can't be an excellent soccer player. That means you can't determine yourself as a soccer player because what a, part of what it is to be a soccer player is to yourself forswear and everyone around you, everyone on the pitch, forswear the use of hands. If you don't forswear the use of hands, nobody can play soccer, right? So, that's, so you get rid of self-determination that way too because nobody can determine themselves. Nobody can, it's not that nobody can be a good soccer player because their parents could soccer. Nobody can even determine themselves as a soccer player because Part of what it is to be is to, uh, to play soccer is for everyone to put themselves under rule. Under rule. Under the rule of four swing hands. Now, if you want to change the um, rules of soccer so that people can use hands, that's fine. But it's arguable that you could still play the beautiful game. They call soccer the beautiful game um, because it forces you to use your will and an art in training and in the match in a way that um, is expressed that can only be expressed if you use the constraints of not using soccer. This is the, you know, poets talk about how there's a certain kind of beauty by being constrained by meter, 
right? And you can have free verse, which is not constrained by meter, but it's not might not be as beautiful for reasons. But so the liberal will tell you that everyone should be able to choose to do what they do when they want to do it because that's what they want to do. The problem is it actually that's that's explodes the conditions for self-determination. And remember, I can't determine myself as a soccer player unless everyone, even if they really want to, forswears the use of hands, right? If they, in that moment, just kind of decide they want to use their hands and are able to use their hands, no one can be a soccer player. Which is why, like, I'm also kind of having its complicated relationship with things like the designated hitter and, um, you know, using a cart in golf. Like, what is part of a game and what is the game for and what are we trying to realize um, and create the conditions for, right? So that's kind of the general argument against liberalism. Now, in terms of particular institutions, you have to look at something like the family. If you liberalize the family, right, and people just can kind of, kind of get divorced whenever they want to, they can just kind of wake up and, and get divorced just whenever they want to because they feel like it and they choose to and they choose to get out, then you've degraded what it is to be a family because part of what it is to be a family is to have unconditional support, right? And you can say like, what about abuse? Well, it's all of these things are going to be relativized. All of these things are going to be relativized, right? Like in soccer, you can use your hands. One, the goalie can use the hands, but also even if you do use your hands, there's a penalty. It's not like they call the game and your team automatically forfeits. So all of these things are quasi-relativized. So we can talk about abuse and maybe how divorce is um, allowed in cases of abuse. But we have to be honest about how if you have marriage, if you have a culture of marriage with rampant divorces, then the peculiar freedom that comes with knowing that the other person has your back no matter what. You can lose your job. You can have a health scare. You can zig when you should have zag, and you're not going to lose. Also, lose your spouse and your family. That um, that's one of the ways of, and you get to determine your family, knowing that the other person isn't going to leave because you start snoring, right? You get to determine what the household looks like with the spouse as equals, and and knowing that the other person is kind of you know in it with you, <laughs> that you're a team, right? And uh, just being able to leave anytime you want to erodes the conditions of actually having that team freedom, right? So, um, so I'm an illiberal with respect to the family. Also, I'm an illiberal with respect to even workplaces, right? So there's this idea, the liberal solution is, well, if you don't like your job, you just quit your job and get another job. But what if it's another crappy job? So you just hop from crappy job to crappy job to crappy job to crappy job. And that's not a solution for just having um, a culture a working culture that doesn't uh, respect employees. Because if you do a job for 10, 10, 8 to 10, 6 hours a day, that's like you should have some sort of say in what you do, else you're determined externally, right? So what you still, what, what the illiberal but appropriate solution to that problem isn't to uh, just allow people an infinite supply of crappy jobs. It is to actually force unionization. Union, union certification elections are, scam, are shams. Like if you're in a shop, on a shop floor with over 100 people, there should be an automatic union. And you should be able to pick. The, sort of, the election should be you get to pick which union you think independent union best uh, represents you. And then we need to talk about internal structures within that union to make sure that it is a representative body. 
and not just another monopoly. I, I feel like the teachers are under a monopoly right now. Like Randy Weingarten is, has, has, has been there too long, right? So like there are some unions need to have a competitive relationship between themselves, even within the same industry. But the illiberal solution is to force every person in a shop, over 100 people, to have to collectively bargain because if you don't collectively bargain you had a market disadvantage with respect to individually ban um, bargaining with the employee with your employer and the only way to effectively bargain with your employer is to throw all of the other people under a bus <laughs> um so you can effectively bargain with your employer if you're willing to dog your other colleagues and be a snitch right so i think people should be able to get raises without being snitches and get raises without throwing their colleagues under the bus. So everyone needs to have aligned interests. Because if you don't have aligned interests, that means everyone has individual interests and their interests not, might not just not align with yours, but they might be parasitic upon yours. They get paid better based on how poorly you do. All right, so like that's what we got. That's the dynamic we need to get rid of in the workplace. So the illiberal but appropriate solution is to get rid of the option of opting out of a union get rid of the option of opting out of a union and uh and so that's one form of uh, a good a good kind of a liberalism right and i'm going to hit the beat and i'm going to talk about my political illiberalism in a moment to the beach, Never change the ways for the world or the government If it was the president, then I would state facts You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front So people ask, well, why are you a political illiberal? Well, I think that we need to force candidates to do certain things, right? We need to force candidates to do certain things For example, I don't think they should be able to opt out of debates Right now, Democratic and Republican primary and general election candidates can opt out of debates. By the way, if we don't have debates, we don't have a President Trump. If we don't have debates, we don't have all sorts of, of, of interesting moments um, in our politics. And they give a, a chance for the voters to make informed decisions. So you need to force, as a matter of illiberal politics, force candidates to debate. Because it's like the rules of soccer. You need to force people to forswear their use of hands for anybody for for any for the election to be free and fair we need to force candidates on the same states to debate each other so there are all there are there are rules for freedom there are rules for determinations right in order to be self-determining there needs to be a determination determination if you don't know it comes from latin d meaning down and terminal means exit which means that there's like something you are and something there's a line there's a terminus between what you are and what you are not liberals will have you believe that you can do everything and be everything but then it turns out that you end up nothing right to um to be determinate to have a quality means to be something and then not be what you're not and liberalism gets rid of the not being what you're not and by getting rid of the not being what you're not um you actually degrade the being what you are Right in the same way, and so my illiberalism with respect to families is like you shouldn't be able to just choose your way out. You shouldn't be able to just swap parents when you want to, and you shouldn't be able to um, swap spouses when you want to. Um, like 
as part of the family because the peculiar kind of determination you can make as a family member is the ability to make decisions with somebody else knowing that that person won't leave if they don't get their way hey come say hi to the people hey honey she just got home from work all right let me finish school, school. I, i'm doing work and uh you can just got home to yeah 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 you can go to swimming they have swimming lessons today so all right um i believe food's cooking upstairs and i'll be yep. up there to check you a few minutes more. All right. So I'll wait to the people and let me finish my show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So my, um, so no matter what, uh, family members can't just split from each other just because they feel like it, just because they want to. And people say that's a liberal. Oh, don't, don't do that. Uh, people say that's a liberal, but that's actually just what you need for the peculiar, for the peculiar, um, hey, that, hey, hey, for the peculiar uh, freedom that goes with the family. And the illiberalism in the workplace will come in the form of workers not being able to choose whether or not they want to join a union. They'll be forced to join a union. However, they get to pick which union they join, right? Because um, you need that for any of the workers on the floor in a big factory to have some sort of say in their working conditions without having to throw the other workers under a bus for a few pennies of a raise, right? I'll be up in a second. And then my illiberalism in politics is going to be in the form of how we need to force candidates to actually um, perform debates, even if they don't want to. Right? That's going to be a form of my liberalism in politics. Don't let this fall down. All right, as long as you don't let it fall down. Okay. Um, so, so you need a, a quality of illiberalism in order for. Um, in order for the determination aspect of self-determination, because don't let it fall down, kiddo. Uh, um, because to be determined is to be what you are and not what you're not, right? And if you don't take that seriously, um, you try to be everything and also you end up as nothing, right? Because to be something is to be what you are and not something else, right? <laughs> So, yeah, that's, that's a quick, a quick um, uh, tour into my liberalism, and now I'm going to go. All right. Bye-bye. I'll, uh, I'll, bye -bye. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. We'll go to swimming. I'll see you guys next week, and I will talk to you. Someday. Yeah, yeah maybe Sunday. All right. Bye. Someday. Someday. Someday.